bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchise industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats podcast. Welcome to the Franchise Canada Chats podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisees, franchisors, and industry leaders who give on the pulse expert advice and share their franchising insights and experiences. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is season four, episode 10 of the spring season. In this episode, I talked to D3H Hotels Chief Strategist, Carolyn Janay. D3H Hotels operate under the Real Star Hospitality brand, which is a property management company based out of Toronto, Ontario. Carolyn explains how all 13 hotels in the chain have remained open during the COVID-19 pandemic and are still being reserved by guests. Here, Carolyn shares how Real Star Hospitality has supported D3H Hotels through regular calls for franchisees to normalize what's happening during the pandemic. How the brand has worked to help guests find places to visit in the vicinity of hotels that stayed open over the past year. And the five key lessons she's learned as a franchisor that can help franchisees find success within their business endeavors. Enjoy the episode. To start, can you tell us a bit about D3H Hotels and what sets it apart? Yeah, you bet. So D3H Hotels was started in 1998, and I like to use the joke that an architect, a hotelier, and an accountant all walked into a bar. But that's actually how it started. Um, there was three men, and they all happened to be named Don, who were just that, an architect, hotelier, and accountant. They got together, and they tried to figure out what's, what's a great business opportunity in Saskatchewan that they could open. And so, of course, the hotelier had a lot of experience with um, hotels and different franchises. So when they were looking for a franchise, they kind of came upon Days Inn. And uh, there happened to be no Days Inn properties in Saskatchewan at that time. So uh, that's kind of the franchise that they landed with and they moved forward from there. What sets us apart? I, I firmly believe that we actually invest in having uh, multiple people to help. And the, the people are really the heart and the center of our company. One thing that we do a little bit differently is that we definitely um, employ more people at the head office level to be able to support the managers on site. A lot of the time you'll find other hotel companies uh, leave a lot of the uh, decisions or leave a lot of the legwork to the managers on site. But uh, we decided to take a lot of that in-house and take some of that burden off so they could really focus on customer service. Awesome. What does your role as chief strategist entail? Yeah, so as a chief strategist, what I do is I'm basically looking at the overall umbrella of the company, um, kind of helping to develop, communicate, execute, and sustain corporate strategic initiatives. Um, it, it's just nice to have a pulse on what each department is doing and then figure out how that, how that could all fit into the actual plan of the company and for our future growth as well. Great. What's your favorite thing about running D3H hotels? I definitely would say the people. <laughs> the people are uh, the best part of it. They are, um, they're, they're just amazing. And I have to say during this time of COVID, that has been never as prevalent as it has been today. Um, I think the th model that has stuck with me throughout this time is the true strength of character of people comes out during times of adversity. And that could not be more true than what's happening right at this particular time. I've seen people coming to work amidst 
being afraid, having the uncertainty, not knowing what was going to happen, uh, fearful for their families, fearful for layoffs. You know, it's just been, um, it's been a difficult year, but I can't believe the strength of the people that shine through in our company. Our vision is actually with integrity. It's our privilege to share authentic Prairie hospitality where you will feel warmly cared for and always welcome. And, um, you know, integrity has been our number one uh, value this year in making sure that we say what we're going to do when nobody's watching, especially for the safety when it comes to our staff, but also our guests. So, uh, yeah, that, I think the people just seeing them grow, seeing uh, what they provide for the company, it's, it's just been an amazing time to be able to watch that happening. And that's been a blessing that's come out of this year for sure. Wonderful. So our Franchise Canada Chats audience is made up of a lot of existing and prospective franchisees. So for those people that might be interested in the Real Star Hospitality brand, what are some benefits of franchising? Yeah, so I guess one of the things that we were attracted us to Real Star. So Real Star is actually the management company for the Days Inn franchise in Canada. Again, as I mentioned, you know, Days Inn was was not available as a franchise in Saskatchewan. And I remember a story back way back in the day, I was contacting a vendor and they were asking what address should I send it to? And I said to the Days Inn and she said, how do you spell that? D-A-Z-E. So that just tells you where the franchise has come from and the, the recognition in the West anyways of Canada. I think that, you know, coming back to what Real Star provides, the amazing group of people that are working at the head office there are fantastic. The communication is always flowing both ways. They're very open to communicating, to hearing initiatives that we're doing, to making changes that are for the positive aspect of our guests. You know, I, I think for me, the number one thing is the communication between the franchise and feeling heard and feeling valued. Those are incredibly important. And we definitely feel that way having Real Star at the head of our um, franchise. The other thing um, when it comes to the franchise is the, the leadership that is at the head level there of Erwin Prince um, is just amazing. He holds himself with integrity, um, is always striving for growth, and he's definitely always looking for different ways to engage franchisees in the process. And it's really nice to have that where it's not just a group of people deciding on behalf of all of the hotels, but really coming out and getting the information directly from the people who are on the ground. That is just a, an amazing quality to have. When it comes to the support, the knowledge, uh, what they have to offer as far as, you know, just being in the know about the hotel industry in general, uh, that's definitely something that we have to lean on quite a few times, especially this year. And uh, they've just been amazing to work with. So we've really, really enjoyed our relationship with them. That's awesome. What are the five key lessons you've learned as a franchisor? Yeah, so uh, there are quite a few. <laughs> but um, I tried to kind of whittle it down and figure out what those might look like. I think the first thing when you're going out to decide on a franchise, you have to make sure that your values align with the franchise's values. Go into something that you're passionate about. Make sure that it's aligning with what their values are. Ask them the key questions and ask them any questions that you might have in your gut that you really want to know the answer to, to know, is this the right company that I want to work with? I think that's incredibly key 
in making sure that you believe in the product that you're selling, you believe in what they're providing and making sure that continues forward. Um, I think the second part is to ensure a great communication system is in place. Um, if you can't, if you dial a number and you can't reach somebody, that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> so I think understanding how quickly do they get back to you? Are they going to um, be there when you really need them? And, and uh, are they a people that you can lean on? And uh, just knowing exactly who to contact and when and for what is incredibly key when it comes to making sure that you're feeling supported, especially if you're remote. The third thing I had kind of talked about was talking to people outside the franchise. So read the reviews of the guests at other locations, you know, go on TripAdvisor, go on um, Expedia, go on Google, check out what the guests are saying about the franchise or about the other locations. You know, if there's a consistent theme, whether it's positive or negative, that gives you a good indication about how the franchise is supporting the other franchisees talk to ones that they don't give you to get the true story about what may be happening. And uh, again, Real Star has always been a company that's held themselves with integrity and we've felt incredibly valued as part of their team. And we definitely went out for referrals to ensure that this was the right franchise we wanted to work with, but they have been. So it's been a great partnership there. The next one is kind of just ensuring that the franchisor is open to your feedback. Growth is imperative when it comes to owning any franchise. And I've owned a few franchises in my time, but making sure that their research and development is always staying on top of what's new, always changing and being creative. We've been privileged to be guinea pig hotels <laughs> for multiple Rail Star initiatives, and some of them pan out and some of them don't. But it is nice to know that um, we're able to provide that feedback and they can kind of take that back and, and figure out what's working and what's not, and then find a new alternative for that. But the thing is that they continue to grow. I know in another franchise that we owned in, the, in previous years, it took us a very long time to be able to get any change, changes made. And uh, that was a, a hierarchy of bureaucracy. And that was something that it's very difficult to run an operation when all of your guests are asking for the same thing. And unfortunately we can't do it because of uh, being stagnant or being held back. So we've really appreciated that relationship with real star. I think the, the last thing when it comes to the franchises is definitely, you know, in Saskatchewan here, we have a real sense of community. We are um, humble people who are hardworking with integrity and um, it's just a, a different type of culture, sometimes in various parts of Canada, but we've always felt included, welcome, invited. And, you know, it's just been, um, it's been really nice to have people at Toronto really trying to immerse themselves into the culture of the prairies. And what does that look like? I think for us, that's been a, a really key point of that and really involving ourselves in the community. I, I think they definitely want to see that, of course, you know, but um, we started a foundation back about 10 years ago now. And um, it's something that we've kind of held our hat, hat on, but they've been really supportive of that throughout the years. So yeah, it, it's been a fantastic relationship. Uh, those are definitely the lessons I've learned. But if you're looking for a franchise, do your homework and really make sure your values align. What are you interested in? What is something that gets your motor going? Because on days when it's difficult, you're going to need to figure out 
how to keep that passion and that motivation going. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Did you know that Franchise Canada has a newsletter sent twice a month that's packed full of fresh franchise opportunities? With Franchise Canada e-news, you get new content from Franchise Canada magazine, franchisee success stories, industry news about CFA members, educational videos all about franchising, and you can keep up to date on the newest episodes of the Franchise Canada Chats podcast that you're listening to right now. Plus, by subscribing to Franchise Canada e-news, you get a free subscription to Franchise Canada magazine. Subscribe now at FranchiseCanada.online. Now back to the podcast episode you are enjoying. And is there a characteristic, a personality trait, or anything about your franchisees that they have in common that helps them succeed with D3H hotels? Well, so we we actually have... Um... We operate under two brands. We off- operate under Days In, which is managed through Realstar. And we actually created our own brand called Home Hotels, which we manage our own franchise. So uh, it's been quite a learning curve when it comes to kind of deciphering or determining what does that home hotel brand look like. And the reason it was all created is because uh, we were looking for a franchise that was an all-sweet hotel many years ago, and none of the franchises actually had that model available. So we decided we just create our own. And uh, we kind of had listened to our guests for a number of years, I think it was 12 years in. And uh, we developed that, that model based on what our guests were looking for. So um, I think that was kind of a, a key for us in really understanding how franchising works uh, through Days In, who had really supported us and helped us, and also what we wanted to emulate in our own franchise as well. Just looking from the home hotels perspective, when it comes to the ideal franchisee, we definitely want to find franchisees who are, again, aligned in values, understanding that takes hard work. It's, you know, we have to carry ourselves with integrity and and just making sure that everybody is aligned together. Um, We definitely have that open communication system. And uh, just like Realstar, I think that's really, really key and important. They also have helped support us uh, on the Realstar side. They helped support us with a lot of data that we're able to kind of track and figure out what does that all look like? Um, and making sure that we're on target with what's happening. So I think from a, a franchisee standpoint, again, Days In has been fantastic to work with and Real Star in general. But yeah, that, that would be definitely the key, key points there. Perfect. So what kind of impact has COVID-19 had on D3H hotels? And how have you adapted in response to these challenges? Yeah, it, you know, interesting you're talking about that. We... I have been meeting weekly um, with our managers um, just to kind of stay in the know about what's been happening. And we decided this week to take a look back at a year ago from now and what was happening. And uh, it's a pretty humbling experience to take a look back. So in a four day period at the beginning of March last year, we lost a million dollars in future reservations. That's humbling. (laughs) You know, uh, that was a really difficult time with a lot of uncertainty. Um, And obviously the safety of our guests and our staff was paramount. And so we really had to develop a strategy along with, you know, what the government was saying at the time, as well as our franchise, what rules do we have to have in place? What does that look like? Who's allowed to come and stay in the hotel just for the safety of our guests and our staff? 
um, and just making sure that we are staying on top of all that. But we've lost 70 to 80% of our business. And that was extremely difficult. I've, I've just never seen a difficult time like this. We went through the time of SARS and, uh, you know, that was really a blip compared to COVID. <laughs> so the other thing is, you know, just how do we interact with our guests, you know, customer service and being in front of them and talking to them is one of the key things that we need to do to build that strong relationship. And they look to us to stay safe when they're staying at a hotel. So we, we developed a website. It was a year ago now um, called readytotravel.ca, which kind of outlines our service changes, what we're doing to keep guests safe. Uh, we needed to get that word out very quickly to our um, existing customers just to let them know what we were doing to keep them safe. We also um, integrated a text messaging service at all of our hotel properties. That's been fantastic. It's just been a great way to continue that communication with our guests. And uh, they really appreciate having that touch point with a direct line to the front desk to be able to ask any questions. Of course, signage. Um, that, you know, I, I'm pretty sure our signage changes on a weekly basis <laughs> based on what the government has been requesting of us or any changes that might be coming. But RealStar did a fantastic job at supporting us when it came to the signage, they actually provided all of the signage for the interior, as well as the uh, social distancing markers for the front desk. It's just been a, a great partnership with them and they were just on top of it like crazy. Uh, the other thing that we've realized is a lot of our guests coming in didn't know businesses that were open right off the hop or what their hours were or where they could go eat, you know, and if you think about all the different things that you have to do while you're on the road and you're in an unfamiliar territory, that can be pretty frightening, especially when you have to be there or it's essential travel. So we actually created at first um, kind of a list of all of the different businesses that were open. I don't know if you remember way back then, but they had opened an hour earlier for seniors to come in and do their shopping mm -hmm. at, uh, you know, different places like pharmacies. So we kind of laid all of that out. Here are the places that are open. Here's who's doing curbside delivery. That was another different term that nobody really knew about, but it's a prevalent term today. And, um, and so we put that into every room and guests were just loving that. So from that, we actually created a program during the time of COVID called Explore Pass. And what Explore Pass does is it really connects people with local businesses that are in the community, provides them an opportunity to save a little bit of money, um, but really explore local. And it, it's awesome because it just helps us understand, uh, helps the guests understand where they can go to eat, but it also saves them a little bit of money at the same time. Um, but it's partnering with those local businesses. And I remember the first time we were going out in October to actually gain some Explore Pass partners. And um, I phoned one lady in Swift Current. She, she owned a restaurant there. And I said, look, this is, this is kind of what's happening in the hotel. Our guests are wondering where to stay. Would you be willing to kind of throw together an offer and put it on the Explore Pass? And she was incredibly grateful. She just couldn't believe that a hotel was reaching out to her to partner with her to be in the community and really help support her and her business during this crazy time. I can't imagine how difficult it was for restaurants who really had to reduce capacity and whatnot. And it's already difficult enough 
to run a business when things are full or you have hundred percent capacity. So she just, I just remember her thanking me about five times on that call. And I will never forget that call because uh, that just told me we're on the right track with partnering with local people. And these are people, these are their lives. This is their livelihood. And uh, to be able to support them during this time and to have that reciprocal relationship uh, it was just fantastic. So the cool part is during the time of COVID, we actually sold over 1300 Explore Passes, which is awesome. We threw out all of our 13 hotels. And we recently received a grant from Tourism Saskatchewan through some of the government reliefs that is going to allow us to actually promote that even further through digital marketing strategies. So it, it just tells us you know, we're on the right track, the amount of people that have used it, it's obviously a necessity for them during this time. And we're really excited to continue that program. That's so great. So I believe you touched on this a little bit in the last question, but how has Real Star Hospitality supported you over these past few months? Yeah, I am. I definitely, obviously, the signage and the, the social distancing. But I think another thing that's kind of come out of this is, um, having uh, regular calls that franchisees can kind of get together and really normalize what's happening during this time. I think it's just important to hear. And in fact, this year I have heard from more franchisees about asking questions, what's happening, what's, what's going on, you know, that has been a huge change in from previous years, but it just shows that sense of community that uh, Real Star brings together. That we're we're okay to talk to each other, we're okay to support each other through this time. I, I really firmly believe that it, it's been such a blessing to be able to have these calls with the franchise, with Real Star in particular. Uh, they're always open to that feedback, and they're you know they're talking about here's a gray area of this new government initiative that came out. What are you guys doing? How are you kind of mitigating that? What's happening out there? And together, we've been able to create what that looks like going forward for the franchisee group. That, that's been really huge, again, to have that sense of community during this time. In the beginning, they actually created an email that went out every single day called the COVID-19 Relief Roundup. And it would just state all of the different things that had happened that day, or maybe even relief efforts that might be out there, new initiatives, kind of bringing that community of hoteliers together when it comes to lobbying to the government about relief supports that were absolutely necessary. And tourism was the first to be hit and it's the last to recover. Uh, we're still on a do not um, travel mode and every single premier and and of course the prime minister says that uh, but there are reasons that people need to travel and just figuring out what that might look like when they're on site I think our operations person internally probably was on the phone every single day with uh, real stars operations uh, department we also had multiple calls with the sales department and just trying to figure out you know what kind of accounts are traveling right now or what are those targets that we should be going after it, it has been an incredibly difficult struggle but quite frankly real star being there for us has been i can't say enough again i'm coming back to that phrase during times of adversity the true strength of character character comes out in people and 
if you don't have that get up and go and that hustle and that want to make things better, uh, that makes a very difficult difficult franchise to work with, but they have showed that true integrity through this time, um, as do we. We're the, we're the same. We're, the, we're ready to hustle. We're ready to make that change, whatever that might look like. And it's just nice to work in tandem with Realstar. Okay. Amazing. And how do you expect the challenges of the past few months, or now it's been a year, to impact D3H hotels going forward? What do you think the future looks like both in the short term and the long term for the brand? Well, that's a crystal ball question. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we have sat on every single webinar you could imagine. We actually watched the data from China, in particular the Wuhan area, just to find out what was exactly happening during that time. We wanted to see what other industries were doing and how they were recovering as they were getting a lower caseload. Then Things just exploded, of course, across all various countries and the the caseloads in every single country were different, depending on what the government initiatives might have been at that time. There's herd mentality or there was like stay at home and don't go to work ever, you know, so um, it, it just it was really hard to analyze kind of what was happening. I think we realized a few months in that this was going to be the new normal. This was going to be how we needed to operate on a long-term basis. So we just figured out exactly coming back to what do the guests need to feel safe? What do they need to just enjoy their stay? And really focused on making sure that customer service aspect was there even during this time. I think the other thing is, like I mentioned, we lived through SARS and that recovery was about two years Um, From all of the webinars that we've been attending and the various crystal balls that we've been looking into, we're expecting a probably three to four year recovery time until we're back to normal numbers. In the uh, 2017-2018 years, we were already going through a recession in Alberta, and so COVID just hit that much harder. I'm grateful that we were prepared, and I'm grateful for the government supports that have come into place that have allowed us to continue during this time operating. And I'm really proud to say that all 13 of our hotels were able to remain open and continue operating and are still being reserved by guests, uh, which is awesome. So it's been, um, but it is definitely going to be a challenge in the future. I worry about the time when the government supports go away. I've seen other hoteliers and peers in my industry that haven't lived through this. And that's been difficult just to see what's been happening and transitioning there. I think just even the the price of the hotels and seeing what new products are out there for sale based on a bankruptcy or whatever that might look like. I don't think that the true realized price per door is going to be able to be realized for quite a number of years. It's just going to be another guessing game about what that future might look like. But uh, short term, I think we're just going to continue operating as we have. Long term, it's definitely something that we're looking to expand. We'd love to purchase new hotels or we're always looking for new development opportunities. I'm hoping that there will become a curb on new builds because quite frankly, I don't think the amount of rooms that are available in a lot of the centers throughout Canada are necessary. (laughs) Definitely not during this time, but I think there's definitely an opportunity for conversions and picking up new properties and, and really um, having a good go at what that looks like. And owning a franchise during that time is incredibly 
important to make sure that you're harnessing the power of that recognition and, and just taking advantage of what they can offer during that time instead of trying to create it yourself. My final question is what advice do you have for those who are considering franchising right now, or maybe any individuals that are interested in the Real Star Hospitality franchise? I would say do it. <laughs> so, and there's, there's a few reasons why there's no need to recreate what's already been created. And that's the one thing I know people feel like sometimes they can do it better themselves, but why, what, what's the point, you know, um, I think focus on what's important to you, focus on what is going to drive your business to the next level, but partner with a, a recognized brand out there and really take that to the next level. Take the information that they're providing to you and apply it, but then up it, you know, Uh, increase that customer service or focus what's going to be important in your community, in your area. I see a lot of, you know, one-off owner operators who think that they can do it themselves. It's, It's just a very difficult uphill battle when you are competing with these larger franchises who have multi-million dollars for marketing initiatives or digital or social media, whatever that might look like. I think right now it's incredibly key to partner with a franchise just for those few aspects, even in the support side and the support system. I couldn't imagine being a one-off just running it yourself and really having no one to kind of question or lean on or talk to during this time about what support might look like. I think honestly, franchises are going to expand and you're going to see a lot more of them as we move forward in the coming years, just for that key fact of the support. And with all the changes and the challenges, specifically in the hotel industry, having a franchise, having that support in place is going to be incredibly key moving forward. So for the advice part, I definitely would say move ahead (laughs) with the franchise. If you can find someone who matches your values, find someone with integrity and who's open to growth and you're going to have a winning combination for your business for the future. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more franchising resources, including how-to articles, expert advice, franchisee success stories, and franchise opportunities, visit FranchiseCanada.online. Don't forget to subscribe to Franchise Canada eNews while you're there. You can also learn more about franchising at cfa.ca and can connect to specific franchise opportunities at lookforfranchise.ca.